get ready, because it's about time <laughs> for you we usually don't to know speak your mind. So we'll just have to Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. Welcome to a Wednesday podcast with Super Secret Girls Club. I'm Navi. I'm Marquetta. And today we have a guest. We have Victoria Orekomaya. She's an award-winning photographer um, and brand strategist locally based in Indianapolis. And welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, this is nice. I know they took the wrong turn earlier, like that was a whole thing, but I'm glad you made it. Well, thank you for being understanding. There's a lot of constructions happening oh, yes. lately oh. here, so it's oh, it can fine. be tricky sometimes. Oh, yeah, you never know. Indianapolis, I feel like, is always under construction. Yeah. Every street, and you may wake up, and the street that you regularly go to is closed. It's like, all right. You right. gotta keep the crushes of America updated. Oh, <laughs> sure. It's the best crossroads in America that we right. have. Right. Like, either they're closed for construction or we have potholes. Yeah, or the constructions last forever. And yeah. you're like, when is this going to be done? You know, what's funny, there is a there's this company in Indianapolis mm-hmm. that like developed concrete that will last forever. Okay. The, just like material for road building that will literally last forever. Yeah. And that is what they built the Indy 500. The, oh, the speed, yeah, speedways. The speedway loop. So it like it won't break. They don't have to fix it fix ever. ever. And it's expensive, obviously. Makes sense. So even though it's based in here, it's never going to be used on our roads. <laughs> <laughs> and we will always deal with potholes. Right. <laughs> even though we have a solution right here because... Not a single administration is going to commit to that expense. Yeah. Right. Because the short term, they want to spend a little bit of money, but a lot of it over time, then right. a lot of it one time be done with it. I remember when I moved to Indiana, just the amount of potholes was one of the oh, most yeah. surprising things for me. I was like, wow, this is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's a great segue. Where did you move from? And for yeah, how long ago? Let's see. I have been in multiple different parts. So uh-huh. originally from Nigeria. Uh-huh. So I came here for school, for college, um, 20-something years ago. <laughs> I was like thinking about it. I was like, oh. Right. Um, so I started out in Hawaii okay. uh, for, you know, four years and all of that. Beautiful. And then I moved. Uh, At the time, I didn't realize Hawaii was a big deal. So oh, I kind of missed out on that. Because it was my first stop in the United States, technically. You know, so... You, you just assumed the whole United States is like that. I came to Hawaii and I was like, wow, this is beautiful. I had some ideas about what United States was. Yeah. You know, but I was like, wow, this is nice. Everybody's beautiful, nice. And, you know, the hugs. Oh, my God. So nice. Yeah. And then I finished college. And, uh, well, it was kind of like... When I moved here a week before that was nine eleven. So oh. there was a little bit of a Everybody you know, was on the edge. Right. Yeah. And, and I didn't even understand that before. So I was yeah. like, is this new? Like it was a week before I was still trying to get to the, used to the culture and things right. like that. And I was like, wait a minute, is this normal? And then I walked into class and I was like, Oh my God. Now keep in mind Hawaii is like several hours behind. Yes. So everything happened before we woke up and it was really just oh my God. Really shock. Yeah, yeah, shock. Shocking. So well after college I moved to Maryland, DC area. Mm-hmm. So that's when I started working for about five years. And yeah. then I got an opportunity here in Indiana and then I moved here and I've been here for about eleven, twelve years. Eleven, twelve years. Oh wow. 
I, I'm assuming that's a big shock coming from like yes. making that whole trip because Maryland, Washington, D.C., that's a really nice area as well. You know, it's funny you say that because in Hawaii, it's laid back, like people just kind of, you know, oh, it's chill, yeah. like the hugs and things like that. We have that's a Hawaiian a time. Yeah. Well, I moved to D.C. and <laughs> it was like running. Like, right oh, and i was yeah. like we were and i saw snow for the first time too so that was like really exciting everybody was looking at me like what is wrong with her yeah. it's like i've never seen snow like <laughs> this is interesting guys <laughs> the other thing that i kind of found interesting was like in hawaii like people wear shirts all the time because of the weather it was yeah. really yeah. laid back t-shirts is fine but then yeah. If you dress like that in DC, people are gonna look at you like because it's such high pace. Like, like you're a tourist. Yeah, mm, yeah. you know. So in DC, it was more corporate world and things like that. And then I come to Indiana, it's like all family based, kind of like in the middle, you know. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I guess it's a good, you know, it's a good good conversation. Yes. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, you just you had a huge culture shock. Yes, like multiple. every single yeah. time I moved was a culture shock. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, that's. So you started your photography business in 2021. Uh, mm-hmm. So how did that come about and what made, yeah, what made you jump into this? So um, before I left DC, mm-hmm. I went back to school for filmmaking and okay. digital film production because oh, wow. I knew I wanted to do something different. I'm the kind of person where when there's commercial on TV, I'm like, put it, leave it on. Actually, I was watching a commercial today just yeah. because yeah. I just love commercials. So I knew <laughs> I wanted to do like video, like something with that. Mm-hmm. So I went back to school and then, you know, after I moved here, I realized that, you know, if you wanted to do like a film, it takes a crew, mm-hmm. you know, like someone to hold the mic and all of that. But I already had a camera. So, and then I just had my first child at the time. And you know how we all think our kids are the cutest. Yeah. <laughs> and so I would take all photos of people like, you're going to be a model and all of that. <laughs> and so I started doing more photography about yeah, 10 yeah. years ago. Uh-huh. Um, so I, then I also kind of wanted to go into advertising, fashion photography, because I love, so it's again, the theme here is advertising yeah, and yeah. all that. Um, but well, I, I do have a full-time job. So it was really more part-time or hobby at the time. Um, but then in 2021, you know, with the pandemic and things like that, it was just like, okay, I need to be doing something different. And mm-hmm. the style of my style of photography lends itself to, I wanted to do something for the everyday women, gotcha. you know, like in, in advertising, usually when you're on set, you know, we have the hair, the makeup, the wardrobe styling, like it's like a huge shoot for, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, but I wanted to, I didn't see that a lot for the everyday women. So I wanted to do that for women. Cause again, as women, we wear so many different hats, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like your mom. And then at one point I became the teacher and it was like, Oh my God, this is a lot of work. And, <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. So, so instead of like doing a fashion photography for models, you wanted to like do similar s- style for everyday women. So that's, I guess I was reading on your website, not guess, I was reading. <laughs> and it said that you had on site makeup artists and all. So I, is that a normal thing when you go to photography photo shoot that you have like consultant for your styling and wardrobe and photo- like makeup artists? So I don't know that that's normal for uh-huh. major, like a lot of people kind of, you know, you know, you go to Macy's or things like that for mm-hmm. photography. Um, and that was one of the things that I wanted to do to set myself apart yeah, from yeah. other photographer, right? Because, I mean, obviously, photographers are like a dime a dozen. Yeah. So everybody yeah. can be, a pho- especially in the age of um, smartphones, right? Yeah, um, everybody's so, a photographer. Right. <laughs> um, so I wanted to do something different to help make, the you know, everyday women feel 
beautiful, mm-hmm. confident, you know, but also get those photos too. So my sessions are typically four hours long where you come oh, okay. in and just like we pamper you. Yeah. It's a it's an experience. Got it. Um, you know, get all the hair, makeup and all of that. But then we get the photos for usually branding is what I focus on. Oh, cool. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, that that is definitely like sets you apart because I don't think that's usually you've done photo shoots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like but they don't really provide makeup. I mean, no, Chris does not do my makeup. <laughs> <laughs> and he does, it's, it's, like, it's kind of That would be different. Right. It is stressful when you're thinking about, the average person doesn't like being in front of a professional camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when you decide to be on a, in yeah. front of the camera, then you got to think like, oh, is my hair, does my hair look good? Am I makeup? Even I, today yeah. was like, well, do I look okay for the camera? Yeah. Because like, you know? yeah, it's a thing, right? You got to, you know, prepare. You so, yeah. you know, Having all of that together in one space, I find like it, it it's it takes out the stress, and you're not right. taking getting your hair done somewhere, driving thirty minutes over mm. somewhere else, and it's just and you cannot be yourself and authentic in the photos because you're so stressed mm. about all these other things. That makes sense. That's, that's a really good point. Yeah, I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. And I'm assuming you also help director like do this because a lot of time when I'm taking photos, I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah. Like. They're just there that I didn't know existed. Now, like, now what do I do? Like, what do I usually do? I think that's the one big thing. It's like, I just want somebody to tell me. Right. Yeah. So usually, before I even take any photos, mm-hmm. um, I do a pre-shoot consultation or design. So I really use the same um, method you would for, like, filming usually there's a pre-production a production and a post-production so i usually have that conversation with my clients we're designing the Mm shoots figuring out what kind of images we're gonna do we think we look um look for inspirations all over and then we're thinking about how they're gonna market or use their photos right and so that helps me so usually at the on the shoot i have like a mood board i pull Mm -hmm. up and i'm directing them on where to use you know put their hands or we see inspiration so that way it's like but then they do their own version of it because they're already feeling beautiful They're relaxed and it's then I play music too on the set. And I serve wine and chocolate covered strawberries. And you know when all of those come together, it's like okay. You know, so yeah. Yeah. I kinda wanna do that now. (laughs) (laughs) It's like it's a whole experience. Yeah. It is. No, that's definitely that was one of my questions, like how you set yourself apart and that Mm -hmm. sounds amazing. Like do that. Would if let's say if guys do want to do a photo shoot, would they be able to have it or do you particularly just specify Specialized, like, nope, women only. So my core target audience are women, you know, women business owners and um, professionals with side hustles. Mm -hmm. But I do, I photograph men too, because um, last year I did this thing and I'm still doing it this year called the Boss Ladies Campaign. And so I had a lot of men say, well, what about the boss dudes? Yeah. (laughs) Now I am a mom of two boys and they're like, mom, what's up with that? What about the boys? You know? Why are we not here? Yeah, right. we are thinking about something for the men, but I do photograph men. I do headshots as well. So, mm-hmm. in Got that it. regard, and, you know, they don't get hair and makeup. I, although we could, you know, make that happen if they want to. Yeah. However, it's usually the simple, you know, headshots without the Fair hair and makeup and all of that. Yeah. Do you ever be like, oh, the guy was like, you need a concealer. Do you want a concealer? Like beard trim yeah. or something. Yeah, the trim. Like he will give you a haircut, full on barber setting. <laughs> Usually that happens in Photoshop because it's probably yeah. easiest that yeah. way. Fair. <laughs> That's actually fair. It's like, we'll just do a post-op. Right. <laughs> it's just easier. <laughs> so funny. So imagine like the, you know, like the woman's Photoshop, Photoshop is just like very involved with the makeup, the every strawberries day. and everything. Man's just like, here's a beer. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fine. Right. You'll do 
great. 30 you're... minutes were done. Yeah, that's hilarious. I guess it makes sense. Great. Yeah, that, that's um. funny. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Like just being open to everybody, but like, yeah, targeting two women because experience that you're providing is so special to yes. it. Unless like, mm-hmm. yeah, the boys wanted to do similar experience. I'm like, yeah, sure, go for it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do the whole thing. We'll right. hold my hair and makeup. Um, that's great. So starting your business, what kind of obstacles have you come across that just like, okay, this is, um, I can't believe I'm still doing it because like this is your side, mm-hmm. right? So obviously there are days you have two kids, like it's a lot to yes. juggle. So what kind of um, obstacles have you come across and what you learned from them? As, as far, I think for me, the biggest obstacle is just managing time mm. and being able to do everything i'm very um i'm very vision oriented re- result oriented so yeah. i'm always driven to get a result so i feel like i push myself beyond the yeah. normal right yeah. um so just my biggest ob- obstacle is just like trying to fit everything in mm. um i am learning a lot but that also I'm, i have a virtual assistant now and she's really good okay. <laughs> so that's very helpful we did like extensive training before yeah. she started so she can really do a lot more things now to where i can take a back seat when you know needed so but i would say just definitely you know juggling being a mom mm. being a you know business owner wife being you know employer you know employee rather an yeah. employer too yeah you know, yeah, yeah. Ex- Both, you know. yeah especially being employer when you like hire somebody who's like wait a minute i'm responsible for this person exactly <laughs> yes yeah how was that transition like just going like yeah because i'm assuming your goal is to have a team yes um, this their first step um i think that well it was very good having mm. my own it was very very helpful yeah. um, and i'm so thankful i was telling her yesterday we have our meeting weekly meeting and i was like you have no idea how much i appreciate you yeah. and i don't think i say it well you know often enough so i really appreciate you yeah if you're watching christina i appreciate <laughs> Katrina, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Katrina, I really appreciate her so much. But also, one of the other things that I've done, so I don't do the hair, the yeah. makeup, or the wardrobe styling. So yeah. I'm also partnering with other local you know, small business owner gotcha. because it takes a team, right? Mm-hmm, like, and I want sure. them also to get exposure and that way I can focus on my craft, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and, and the client can also benefit from it because we're all bringing our expertise to the table. Yeah. Okay. You know, so sense. when you, um, like when you have a photo shoot, do you work with specific like uh, makeup artists or do you try to like find different every time? Um, so I do have quite a couple of makeup artists that I work with every single time okay. um, because they understand the clients and what they're looking for we've worked together for a period of time Um, but though sometimes scheduling can be an issue too because you know they have their own businesses and you know they're scheduling so that's when I usually like like you would see me on Instagram like I need a hair makeup artist I can do this for on this day can I guess like you know Um, but recently again um, um, my my virtual assistant she came up with like a list of people Mm -hmm. so we have a database now to where we could just reach out to people and we've talked to them they understand what we're trying to do and so that way it makes it a lot easier but yeah so to kind of answer your question earlier like there are challenges but you kind of learn and go as you go yeah no definitely especially having everything organized like okay i need to i need to find that's where like i feel like assistants help so much i remember when we first hired our assistant i know (laughs) kenny 
just felt a huge weight lifted mm-hmm. like just so helpful because we don't realize how much you're doing yes oh, until yeah. like somebody helps you it's like oh shoot i could spend this time somewhere else right yeah. or like they respond to an email before you even get to it. you're like oh my god that's exactly how i would say it too. yeah <laughs> <laughs> like you understand me yeah. right yes. oh yeah in that it's it takes a while to get there mm-hmm. you know because not everybody you just have to find your right person yeah you know and they understand each other and your work mm-hmm. ethics and things like that yeah. so I think I'm very fortunate. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's a lot of like trust building too, mm-hmm. where you have to kind of like, like yeah. you're essentially, if it's especially if it's like your business, mm-hmm. you're handing over something you like put so much time, sweat, tears. Yes, your baby. Like, yeah. yeah. Please, I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. Take care of it. As well. I will take care of it. It's like be really gentle. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, make sure. Was it difficult for you to letting go of that control or? I would say yes. In the yeah. very beginning, it was very difficult. I would question everything. I would yeah. like double check every single thing. It was very, but then it was also taking a toll on me. Mm. So like I was asking for help, but I wasn't taking the help. Yeah. Right. You yeah. know, so, but then I had to like, so like I said, we've been working together for the past eight months, maybe even longer, actually, maybe almost a year now. Mm. Um, but I'm getting to the point where, you know, I can just let go because she understands it. She knows, you know, and sometimes she would, she actually keeps me accountable. Yesterday she was like, don't forget you have a meeting, your (laughs) podcast today at 10 o'clock. You want to get there before and all of that. Like she was just reminded, I was like, oh my God, this is so good. Yeah. Like, thank you. That was beautiful. Yeah. We, we were talking about earlier, like we have a huge team. Mm -hmm. Um, We originally started like with seven of us doing everything. And then slowly we started hiring people. I think the control thing is still there. It's just what, like, some parts is, like, so difficult. It's like, I know you will do it, but, like, let me just double check and triple right. check. And, like, sometimes, like, stop. Right. Just stop. Just let them be, like, if it's not, like, check it afterwards and give them a feedback. Yes. Um, yes. Like, or, like, give so really good instructions. So that's the other thing I learned. Yes. Like, because it's in your head, you know how yeah. to do it, but then you say it without giving all of the contest and you expect them to do it the way you're thinking in your mind. Mm-hmm. It's like, you only gave me half the information. How am I supposed to, you know? Yeah. So yeah. just learning to give clear and detailed instruction mm-hmm. was something else I had to learn. That's very important. I think that's something that we still need to work on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like it's giving, a work in progress. Exactly. Because like, I think some of <laughs> us, because seven of us been together for so long mm-hmm. as friends, like about eight years. So sometimes we can't understand somebody without talking, mm-hmm. but that's not really true when you communicate it because you are be like, I want this done. Nothing else given. It's like, <laughs> where? When? Who? It's right. Like, okay, but uh-huh. now I think we're getting to a point where it's like, okay, I know we need to film this kit. Who's doing it? When? Where? Right. It's like, let's just ask these questions because just because you said it in the out doesn't mean the universe will make it happen. Right. Yeah. Right. No, it's a helpful... Um, so you did talk about like time management. Um, are there any tools that you specifically using to help you like beside your assistant? Um, Uh, I use my Google calendar a lot. Yeah. (laughs) So I have all my calendars for every part of my life all fitting into one big giant calendar. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And she has access to that. Uh, because we don't want to forget birthdays, right? Or like holidays and things like that. I still want to be a good mom. So I don't want to be like, I'm doing all this work. It's your birthday today. Oh my God, we should (laughs) have planned that two weeks ago or something. (laughs) Let's get cake right now. Like, mom, you didn't even say happy birthday in the morning when you saw me. You know, you don't want to do that. (laughs) So... 
Um, so it's just one of those things where I have all my calendar and then I use uh, Asana is a really good tool that I like, you know, do you guys use it too? Yeah, yes. it. yeah. It's just like, just helping to put all the tasks there. Cause the other part that I think that happens to me is like, I have a lot of to-do lists in my head mm, and then I started yeah. writing them on paper, but then I'll forget the paper or the book oh. somewhere. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> or the book can now remind me. I need something to actually remind me yeah. that it's actually going to happen. So, but putting it on, you know, on Asana, it's, you know, on any device, I can just see it and keep going and take notes. And so it, that really helps, yeah. keeps me organized. Yeah, I learned recently. So I do the same thing. Uh-huh. Like, I remember something like, I need to write it down. And we'll put it on a paper and paper's gone. Uh-huh. Because I'm like, if I write it down, I will stop thinking about it. And not thinking that that paper's not going to remind me. Right. And now I put it down to let it out of my head. But it's gone. Now. Right. <laughs> like, who knows where that notebook is? Right. You know, five notebooks. None of them are organized. It's like... <laughs> Yeah. Or like you find yourself rewriting all your to-do list in another book yeah. because oh you're like trying to keep everything together. <laughs> yeah. So you you spend time writing the to-do list instead of actually doing it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, I have bad news for you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've abandoned like paper yeah. a while back. So I don't really have like paper like agendas or anything. But <laughs> I was like, I'm going to put everything in my phone. Oh, yeah. So now I have Asana, Airtable, Google Keeps. <laughs> calendar so i have like five different apps where i just have like different things yeah and some of them are like part here and the other part is there so you pretty much moved from the book i basically have like the mess of like the physical like different paper notebooks but just just like on your phone in my phone (laughs) now my phone is like getting full of storage and i'm like oh my god yeah some of the sometimes i also just like have screenshots (laughs) in my just photos and i'm like why is this here like is that gonna do anything (laughs) no i the problem i have with my phone i do i try to do that but then like when I open it to write to do, I get distracted with Instagram. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, it's like, oh I opened my phone to Plus, just write a thing. Uh-huh. So I was like, abandon my phone. Here's my notebook. Right. I'm going to write it here and move on. Yeah. It's like, just write it. And like, eventually, like, maybe I will move it to my computer. That, and that, it never happens. So how important is social media for you? Or, oh, um, yeah. Social media. I think, I mean, I think social media is important in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I use social media, but I... I don't let social media use me, mm-hmm. you know, so I, <laughs> I wish I could say that. <laughs> social media uses us. Not in terms of checking social media, but like, you know, using it for my business, you know, because yeah. I do get caught into like what you just said, trying to, you know, yeah. uh, but I, I, sometimes I don't even go on there because yeah. it's just easier that way. And so that's one of the things that my assistant helps me with, like with scheduling. So what I've done with my Asana is like, I have a project for pretty much everything and I have all the things that we yeah. want to put on there. So mm-hmm. she can just go ahead because she's also disciplined. I think for her, she knows that it's a, it's work. Yeah. So she, you know, gets, it's like, you know, you have your job, you do it as a job versus yeah. like, I mean, it's my job too, but it's kind of like, yeah, you know, like, I don't know what it is, but you yeah. just kind of feel like, <laughs> yeah so yeah so that's kind of like how i use it i try to stay away as much as possible just trying to focus but sometimes that means somebody else doing it for me instead of me if i know i'm gonna be distracted yeah which happens a lot no oh it's hard oh yeah for sure i always try to like go to instagram to do like something work related oh okay then i just then like half an hour later and i'm like i don't even know I don't even know why I opened this app. Like, and I didn't do the thing I came here to do. And I'm just in the vortex of right. cat it's, photos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Recently, this happened to me and I didn't know why. So 
I have my personal and then I have Normie's account also <laughs> linked under. And then for some reason, I also, like, also have Sauna Social. We have another business linked. So I was watching stories on mine. Uh-huh. Moved to like Normie's and started watching the same people's <laughs> stories on there. Like, what am I doing? Like, because we follow the same people. Like, I just saw these stories. Like, this is horrible. Oh and God. like, I have to stop it. I was like, refocus. Yeah. Why did I open this? <laughs> like, okay, I don't. Like, it happened to me a few times, and I just felt so bad. It's like, I don't know. Thank God nobody's watching. <laughs> I think that for me, when that happens, is YouTube now because I'm spending yeah. more time on YouTube, oh, and I find that I'm watching. Things like it just keeps going. The shots are getting me a lot more on yeah. YouTube now. They're like, oh yeah, yeah. And then I, kept going. <laughs> I came here to watch a podcast about something, and now I'm like forty shots down, you know, yeah. deep. Everything else is funny. Do you use podcasts? Where you, oh no, sorry, the YouTube for your business or anything? Yes, I yeah. do. So I, I'm focusing more on YouTube now. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting ready to relaunch my podcast, and I'm you know putting that on YouTube. So yes, I do. YouTube is a lot more where I spend most of my time now watching. And I was you know just listening to your podcast too. So it's just it's like I I find it well. I mean, I was listening to uh, uh, stats the other day where a lot more families are tuning to YouTube for entertainment than regular TV in, mm-hmm. in my house. So we don't even have cable, you know, so oh, yeah. it's, you know, so YouTube is what my kids watch. So it's yeah. kind of like constantly on in our, in our living room yeah. and things like that. So, yeah, for sure. So what is your podcast about? So my podcast is about branding and marketing. Uh-huh. So my goal is to help, you know, people with branding and marketing themselves, like just those, just educating them on how to do it correctly. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've done a great job with the way I've set up my business. Mm-hmm. It's just very strategic. And yeah. I and I think that a lot of people, you know, when they think about marketing, they're like, oh, I should be doing this because the intern, you know, algorithm says to do that. Or like someone is doing that, I should be doing that. But mm-hmm. I really feel like you have to have a strategy, you know, so that way if social media is part of your strategy, then you do it, you know, and you're doing it intentionally. Mm -hmm. So my podcast is just about helping people understand how to put a strategy together, like what to include and just not doing things willingly because we're supposed to be doing it. (laughs) Yeah, I I will. Yeah, we we, we need to. We should listen to it. We should listen to it. Because what you said, the the, the two things, like do what other people are doing and do what the algorithm says you should do is exactly what we're doing yeah it's hard not to well the thing is that see if you're doing that because that's your strategy then that's okay right Mm -hmm. but if you're doing it just because you're like that's the thing to do that's when it's you know because you get burned out but when you yeah it's definitely hard to like chase that and just always be like Mm -hmm. in the like the trending right so what i'm telling people now is like you know at some point in the year have a goal, like what's your goal? And then walk backwards to figure out the strategy, the marketing strategy to get to it. So like, if that means I'm going to do one social media or two social media, and then I'm going to do some networking and I'm going to do like build what that looks like and then run with it throughout the year, you know, as opposed to like, oh yeah, Facebook ads, I think it's working now, let's do it. And then, (laughs) (laughs) but what, what would you say to somebody that say like, you know, like maybe Facebook app, ads are working you wouldn't know unless you try it Mm -hmm. um is there some kind of um like give them like tools like this is how you read the data to know if it's working or not or is it more like test it out if it works then we'll add that to a strategy or you just like so what do you want to do i think that so i think that 
so it's a combination of the two, yeah. right? Like if you're starting something new, mm. you know, obviously you want to test it out. Yeah. But then beyond that, if there's some other people already winning mm-hmm. and doing that, then just, you know, if you have the funds, just invest in that, mm. gotcha. you know? So that's kind of like how I think about, oh, at the minimum, I'm watching enough YouTube yeah. to see how it works and mm. then implement it, you know? Yeah. Fair so enough. depends on how much funds and things you have too. That's true. So you will recommend watch YouTube for like <laughs> things like, and learn, you learn so much yes, from it. Yes, you do. Yes. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, I'm assuming that everybody who starts a hustle, like when we start a hustle, like fear and doubt is the one thing that we always like deal with mm-hmm. constantly basis. Like it's not something that's like you start a business, that's another fear, but like ongoing. Um, I'm assuming you have some as well. How do you deal with them? Like how do you yeah, go about them? Um, fear and doubt. So ugh, <laughs> I, I, I'm sure I do have it, but I think that I am so wired to not see fear and doubt. And I'll tell you why. So I grew up in Nigeria yeah. and I'm a first of five girls. Okay. My mom own a business that she started, you know, on her own. And the thing about being in, uh, from Nigeria and being girls only is that people, exp- you know, you don't count. What this when I was growing up, like the mill, you know, there was nobody to carry on the family name yeah. and things like that. So my mom would always tell me what a man can do, a woman can do too. You know, like, so that was kind of like how I grew up and I saw her nice. put things into action. Matter of fact, she, because of the business she started was what helped me come to the United States. I'm all of my sisters also went to really good schools. And, you know, just to give you context too, when um, in the United States for college, you pay, so there's the institution, there's the out-of-state tuition, and then there's the international. international. Yeah. yeah. And oh, I was God. paying international fees, uh-huh. right? So you can imagine how much money that That's was. A yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. And then living expenses and everything yeah. else. So, yeah. So I see possibilities because I've seen that in action with my mom, mm-hmm. you know? So usually I don't see, when I see things, I'm like, yeah, I could do it. Like in my mind, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Like I can do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The things that get me usually is that I start doing it sometimes, not thinking about the capacity because I'm the oh, one, yeah. I'm one person, right? Yeah. I want to do everything. I'm yeah. so result oriented. And so halfway down the line, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> It was a good idea. Like okay, I should have, you know. That's why I'm really big about strategy too, you yeah. know, because if you have a strategy before going in, I mean, there's something to be said for like, you know, um, paralysis analysis, I think is what it's called too. Like sometimes, you, yeah, overthinking yeah. things. So that also sometimes it's like in between. Sometimes when I'm not overthinking, I go for it. And sometimes yeah. like, I should have really overthought that one. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah that's usually my challenges but i you know i pushed you usually after that hump you know like i'm like okay i started already i whatever it is what that was my dream before i can still get it. i just need to re-strategize and then i yeah. take the moments and i go forward fair yeah. enough fair enough I'm sure everyone here has heard of Skillshare before, but just in case you haven't, Skillshare is an online learning community where you can learn a ton of skills. I used it in the past to hone graphic design skills, specifically the Procreate classes taught by Mimi Chow. So if there is a new skill you want to grow or an old skill you want to get better at, head over to Skillshare.com and use promo code ANNUAL30AFF for 30% off of your annual subscription. Is your family still in Nigeria? So my, yeah, my, my parents, my siblings are in Nigeria. A couple of my siblings are also in Canada, Mm. but my immediate family is here. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, That's great. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, do you have something? Oh, no. Oh, okay. Do you go to Canada often? So I've been them? once before. Yeah. So last year, and uh, my other sister is coming in a couple of days. So that's really exciting. Oh, that's, yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's nice. I, I'm from Europe, and I moved here in 2015 uh-huh. by myself. Wow. So... I'm still here by myself. Yeah. <laughs> I, I um, can understand because, yeah, yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I'm going home in July, so I'm really excited about that. Oh, that's nice. Are your parents want to come here? Make no. a movie? No, they're no. fine where they are. Yeah. They're probably. They like, are never coming here. That yeah. makes sense. Even to visit? <laughs> um, Maybe to visit. Uh, you know, if I. <clears throat> If I ever give them grandchildren, <laughs> they're like otherwise it's them, but not me. <laughs> Makes total that's sense. Funny. That's how like parents go after you. Yeah, leave. Like, that's we it. had we had a really weird conversation with my parents where I got really upset at them because they were like they were watching Yellowstone, the oh. TV show, and they were like, "Oh my god, it's it's so beautiful! Yeah. I want to go there." And I was like, "Okay, I, I mean, yeah, we can I can arrange that, uh, yeah. you know." And they were like, "Okay, fine, we're gonna go to America," and I'm like. What happened? Like, what happened here? Like, I've been here for the last <laughs> oh, God. eight years and you didn't come once and now you watch one TV show and you're like, okay. America's beautiful. Your daughter's here. I'm here. I bet they, they, that's part of their reason. They're telling you. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's really about you, but they had to, you know, I don't know. <laughs> that's hilarious. I can't or believe it. Yeah. It's like, funny. you know, there's other national parks in America, right? Like, it's beautiful. Some parts. And I'm here. And you right. here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, you here. I'm the treasure. <laughs> sure. They're like, oh, it's just. She will come to us when she <laughs> say hi. That's hilarious. You guys meant to go to Miami a while back. I guess it didn't um, happen. It's like several years ago. You gonna meet um, up? Yeah. So I've been trying to convince my parents to fly to Miami because uh-huh. there's a direct flight from Prague to Miami. Yeah. And I figured that is probably their comfort zone, uh-huh. and also you know a place that they would actually like enjoy seeing. Yeah. Just, you know, palms and beaches. Like That's that. different. Yeah. yeah. It's just like an actual like vacation mood yeah. for them. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I took my parents to Indianapolis, they'd just be like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, right. no, no, well, don't do that." <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just like, oh, God. Uh, like where I'm from, it's like the same climate, like mm. you know, same tr- kind of like flora fauna. Except the like, cornfields, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, where I'm from, it's like very agrarian, so mm. it's literally like just like wow. here. You oh, know? Okay. So the corn, there's not cornfields, but there's just other kinds of like you know, like soybeans. Yeah, oh, I see. yeah. So you want to just try something different? Absolutely. Yeah, like I would want happen. them to see like actual like you know, United yeah. States is beautiful. Um, yeah. The amount of national parks and just like untouched wilderness is amazing. Yes. So I, w- I want them to see that, and I know they're super into it. But yeah, it's just, it's, our location is like inconvenient. Oh, When my enough. friends visited me last year, uh-huh. um, <laughs> they were just like, yeah, we want to see like this, 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 like from Yellowstone to like Grand Canyon to like Yosemite. Like- Yosemite. And I'm like, okay, like these are actually really far from each other. <laughs> I don't think you understand because like Europe is small and you can get anywhere, you know, with mm-hmm. the train ride. And I'm like, okay, we have to rent like a big car yeah. and travel for 12 hours. <laughs> and you still might be st- same yes. state. Right. And yeah, it's excuse. You don't yeah. realize how big this country is. Oh my goodness. Yeah, the funny, like, I was sometimes like, oh, I'll just go to Chicago and come to you. It's like, Dude, that's it's not the same. Three hours. Yeah, yeah. It's three hours away. Like I'm not right there. Like you can't take a train. There's yeah, nothing. Yeah. Chicago is like 
that's inconvenient. That's inconvenient. <laughs> like, yeah, I remember my mom's sister, like our aunt, came first time and uh-huh. then booked a ticket to Chicago, not realizing that <laughs> Chicago's not right there. And we right. driving them back. They're like, oh, it is pretty far. I was like, no shit, <laughs> it is. <laughs> Like, it is far. Like, we weren't just kidding you. <laughs> like, I was just saying, like, you should book a ticket to Indianapolis because it's inconvenient to me. I mean, it is still is, right, but right. it's also far. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. So, um, what are some, since you've spent a lot of time in Nigeria as a child, what are some of the things that you miss from Nigeria? Oh, my God. Okay. It's a really good question. Every time I go <laughs> back, I try to do like the, the mundane things. Yeah. Like, get on a bus. Yeah. Like, it, there's this rush that <laughs> it's it's very unsafe, but like you know, <laughs> when people do it, it's normal, right? Yeah. You know, there's sometimes where you're on the bus and then when you get to your stop, like you, the bus is still moving, then you have to jump off, you know, <laughs> or like you're jumping on the bus as it's like I love those things like that, or like riding on a bike, like it's like it's, so it's not like a a bike bike, you know, yeah. like over here, it's like a it's it's used for. Um, you it's know, like transportation. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, like it's like motorbike. Yeah, like, like a motorbike. Yeah, but it's a you motorcycle. Know. Yeah. Right, and but like you know, it's usually supposed to be for two people, but then there's like four or five people on there. <laughs> it's so like you're trying to like, I just love things like that, or like yeah. eating at like um. Um, like a local restaurant, yeah. you know, so, you know, I mean, health, you know, health, um, visits, yeah. So, but then, you know, the food is just so delicious. There's something about it that it's like, so, but the one time I went and I ate that and I just was running oh, the I whole bet. time. And oh I was like, God. Oh God, yeah. but it was good though. <laughs> it was so, it tasted so amazing. That reminds me of India. Every time I go there, like stuff like that, like you see a motorcycle, that motorbike that has like six people and the person's hanging out. It's like, is he even have a seat? Like, what's happening with this person? But any like restaurants, like Dabas, like, yeah. yeah, there's no health and safety. And you're sitting outside, who know the person even washed their hands right. when they're like, giving you, but like, yeah. but good food. Right. Yeah, those are the things that just remind you of home. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 I'm literally, when I come home, like my parents were like, we're going to pick you up from the airport. And I was like, no, <laughs> I don't want to take the train. <laughs> let yeah, me take the train. It looks beautiful. <laughs> like, let me just do that. That's hilarious. Um, so, what is that something that you will never compromise? Like doing like your business or just like in general in life. Like these are things like mm-hmm. I guess quality can be one of them. But yeah, yeah, quality I think is definitely the thing and bring giving value. Mm-hmm. So I would never compromise or give a value. I, I because that's the whole. I think that's definitely my brand. Yeah. And because I'm doing so much more than a typical photographer, Mm. it's important that that value remains, that people come to me and feel like they've gotten what they ask for, what they're paying me for. So, yeah. Makes sense. Mm. No, makes sense. So you have a gala. Yes. coming up. So tell us something about that. What is that and when is it? So every year, I started this last year. So I'm doing this boss ladies campaign and I always mess it up. It's B-O-S-S, not (laughs) B-U-S. Yeah, Yeah, when you said it, I was like, wait, boss? I was like, okay, yeah, boss. (laughs) My kids are always on me with my accent. They're like, mom, that's not how you say it in America. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Anyway, um, so 
So it's really, you know, just the ladies get this experience mm -hmm. and we create brand images for them. Um, they get featured in the magazine. So it's also a marketing way, you know, they to promote themselves and their businesses and what they stand for. Mm -hmm. The idea behind the magazine is to inspire other people as well. But then at the end of the year, because I photograph all the ladies and some of them don't even know each other. I kind of wanted to come to bring them together to celebrate. Um, so again, another opportunity to be spotlighted, marketing. Yeah. Um, but then we're also raising funds to to support a lo local non-profit organization Got so it. last year we had about 200 people we raised ten thousand dollars to support um dove recovery house mm. for women and then this year we're expecting about 350 people and we are hoping to raise another ten thousand dollars for pink ribbon um connection so it's Got an organization it. that supports people that have gone through cancer and so cancer survivors too so um so yeah that's about ladies girl it's just an opportunity for women to come together yeah. to celebrate like it's the end of the year november 4th okay. so we're dressing up and just mm -hmm. having nice. fun um one of the things that we did last year we're going to do again this year is we have like a before you walk the red carpet, there's hair and makeup touch-up. So you get hair and makeup oh, touch-up. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. And then we I also serve wine and chocolate. Cards. So like a little bit of the things that I do in my photo shoot, I brought to the gala. Yeah. Uh, and then also some of my culture as well, just to kind of have a different, you know, a nice yeah. good time. And yeah. I love it. How did it come upon? Like, how did it come to be? Like, why it yeah. came to be? <laughs> so, so remember when I was talking about strategy? So when I was starting my business, part of it was I really wanted to be intentional about setting myself apart. Mm. So when I designed what I wanted to do, my strategy was doing the photo shoot with the experience including the ladies in the magazine and then doing the gala. So all of it was part of my strategy to begin with. And so, you know, it was just, yeah. Yeah. Did it take you a really long time to like put it together? Um, I had a mentor. Oh. So when yeah. I was talking earlier about paying for something, if yeah. you if there's someone that's already an expert, so I had a mentor. She's had like something similar. She had the idea. We um a similar idea. And when I talked to her, this is what I wanted to do. She's yeah. like, yeah, you just need to do this, 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 and that. And I was like, that's it. I could do that. Yeah. And so she pointed me out nice. to some things to work out for things yeah. I could also include. So that was very helpful. Oh, that's really nice. That's really nice. How do you choose a nonprofit that you have to like, ah, that's very that's a very good question. Um, you, well, one of the one of the uh, criteria is that they have to be local because mm -hmm. I know that there's some nonprofit where you give them the money, but then like a penny or so is probably what gets to their bottom line, yeah. right? Or what, reason why you donated. So I wanted it to be local. I wanted it to be something that is um, tied to women, mm -hmm. you know, because. I'm not a, I don't know, am I a feminist? I'm not even sure. I just love doing this. You yeah. Know? <laughs> and I feel like women are the foundation of a society. And yeah. when women are well, you know, the whole community is well. So just looking, that's usually how we, you know, go decide. about it. Yeah. 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 How did we pick fundraiser, like nonprofit when we did fundraisers? We haven't done one for a while, but we used to do um, one a year. We discussed, like, you know, what are some of the, like, um, causes that we really care about mm -hmm. and then we look up you know okay so who is the best to help yeah. in this specific area right and then we usually donate and we also look like local first yeah and then if it's like so we did like a one fundraiser that was like very impromptu where like i think there was um, some like something hurricane. happened yeah and we just did like um a fundraiser for the relief fund mm -hmm. so it was not local but mm -hmm. it was just something that you know was happening yeah. in a moment and we we're just like okay let's use our 
platform that we build to raise some funds and send it over. Right. So, yeah. But usually if we have like a, a pre-scheduled fundraiser, we just like take our time. It's like, okay, we, we care about this right now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's look up if anybody's doing anything about this issue here. Yeah. yeah. If not, we go out of state. Right. Yeah. yeah. And go from there. Yeah. yeah we need to schedule one sometime mm-hmm. soon. It's been on my SN. I moved it three times. Yeah. <laughs> it, will, it will come around right. eventually. I should add it on my other lists. <laughs> Maybe it will, it will happen. Maybe one of those lists you will look at it. <laughs> oh my God. One of these days. I'm sure there's a tool out there that's like perfect. But like I had this, we, we had a guest last week. Her name was Sarah Hawk and she used this tool called Remarkable. And I use that tool as well. It's like mm-hmm. essentially electronic notebook and you write it, it, it just feels like a notebook. But the problem is it doesn't translate to the computer to automatically send reminders. That's like, why I didn't buy it. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the only thing. Like I can open it up on my laptop, but it's not the same things. Like yeah. I wish... I wish I wrote it. I wish I thought of it mm-hmm. and something will pick it up and be like, oh, I'll yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> I would right? love this. Yeah. yeah. That, that'd be the nice. goal. That'd be the goal. I had the same issues with you before where I had multiple places. I just had to, like, I just stick to Asana. Mm-hmm. that's what i've ha- that was yeah. but then the issue that i started having before mm-hmm. like you said you've moved in multiple times that that happens too you know yeah. but like just dumping everything on asana because because i was looking into google at one point i was like why am i using asana if i already have google set up and i can just use yeah. the google and i was like uh-uh no let's just keep it in one place yeah. and i just try very hard to keep it in that yeah that one place yeah it's it's, it's so like the thing this is how this happened very recently so i like got asana like a month and a half ago and mm-hmm. i was like oh my god this is great and then i had like the free trial and then that expired uh-huh. and like a bunch of the features disappeared and i'm Aww. like oh i was Aww. like i'm gonna try and make this work before i like you know get the premium yeah so i've been like testing and seeing like okay is this enough for me or not but like in the meantime like the one thing that i like about asana desktop view is that you have the notepad there yes. but you don't have the notepad on your phone oh that's so weird. that's why i have note a different notepad <laughs> on my phone and then i have a notepad in asana and like it's essentially because like the the they don't like, combine together yeah like those features are not like supporting each other yeah. like on desktop versus Phone. but and that's I'm, weird and like and, and when i look up uh, like asana like tech support everybody's asking about the, the notepad question, yeah. to be on the phone yeah since like five years ago oh my god so you know what i do to go about that is i i create a task and that's the notebook so i use yeah. the, i don't use a free i mean i use the free version as well yeah. um so that's what i've been doing so i guess mm-hmm. i haven't really missed it the yeah. other thing that i do is like i record a voice note and then I attach it to a task uh, because writing sometimes takes a long time for me. I'm trying to get all my ideas out. So, but when I'm talking, you know, it's just easy and fluid and everything. Like, so I do a voice note and I attach it and I'm like, okay, at least that's, yeah. you know. I think that's, yeah, I might try doing that. Add a sixth thing to my whole, <laughs> uh, no. hopefully it will combine together. I, 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 don't know. I definitely see benefit of voice memos, but at the same time, every time I like see... That I can't read it right away. Yeah. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it does like I think it does. Um, it transcribes. Text. Yeah, it transcribes okay. too. Yeah. So because there's a feature in Asana where you could click on the button to 
So it's not a voice memo, it's just a transcribing mm. version. Okay. You know, yeah. That is uh, a game changer. But yeah. then when I use that because of my accent, it says it transcribes things that I didn't say. Oh, yeah. I, so I then I'm like, that. Uh-uh. that will definitely happen to me too. Yeah. I think that would be one of those things. I, I love voice to text, but I hate it at the same time oh because, God. like, it just, and if I pause, it just thinks that what I said was wrong and it just changes. I was like, no, it was fine. Like, it just goes on a whole different thing. That's like, funny. Just, but it does save time. Yes. Besides, like, fixing it later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, yeah. Oh, you had something? No. Oh, okay. No, I just remembered how this one time you used voice to text in a, oh. in a message to a client. That was the worst. It, it ended up something like sexual. Oh, no. <laughs> Completely different. I was like, I'm so sorry. Delete it. Delete it. Oh, no. <laughs> Thankfully, with Instagram, you could delete oh, messages good. on there. And I was oh, like, Lord. I don't know what I said. <laughs> Let me read. Because it was just one of those things, like, I always reread it. Uh-huh. But then I was like, oh, I think it caught pretty well. And <laughs> well that was the right. best voice to text ever oh, like there was no mistakes but i didn't read the whole oh thing God. oh my goodness we were, like, i remember that we were both driving home from here like oh, in yeah. different cars and well i wasn't driving but she was and um <laughs> i was just like looking as i was looking at the same like dms in our instagram and i was just like trying to respond and then suddenly there was like a message sent and i was like okay i guess navi responded and i read it and i was just like oh no <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, perfect no, timing. It was, Thank it was lucky because right. I, was, I was literally in that message, like trying to respond. Oh my god. I remember it's like, oh god, yeah, no, no that voice to so text funny. when I'm driving. <laughs> Especially not your clients. It's horrible. It's uh, horrible. But yeah, fun times. Yeah. Fun times. Um, so what is your favorite part being entrepreneur? Like just having your own business? I think for me, it's being able to have a vision yeah. and seeing it come to fruition, mm-hmm. you know, just being passionate about doing something to help people or whatever it is and just saying like, yeah, I got this, you know, yeah. obviously there's a lot of obstacles that come in, you know, but just the fulfillment of it. Yeah. yeah. Are you planning to stay in Indiana for long term? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny you ask the question. Before the pandemic, before we started our business, my yeah. husband and I would go on Zillow every single time. It was one of the things that we did, like yeah. just look at houses, like we should move to Houston. We should move to, you know, because we can mm-hmm. technically move. Our kids are still like, well, at the time in school, they weren't really in school, like, you know, yeah. you know? so right. it's like we could move them or whatever. But now the the, the longer you stay, it's harder. Yeah. And then, yeah. then now that my business is established here, it's like, okay, how do I do this? Exactly. So, like even if like other stuff is remote, it's like, you have clients here now. Yeah. yeah. That's always difficult. Have you tried to uh, apply for citizenship? Oh, so, <laughs> yeah, well, this year is when I, we are eligible. Oh, okay. Yeah. You so, wait that long? Yeah. Oh, so, wow. because I was on a student visa okay. for a very oh. long time. And then I was on a work visa for a long time. And then, you know. Interesting. Yeah. That is a long process. Yeah, my part was very long. It took a very long, because I also wanted to do it the right way too, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. What's your hardest part of being an entrepreneur? The hardest part is just, yeah, getting, like, I think for me is knowing my limits. Yeah. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine and she was like, you have to not say yes anymore to everything. You know, like you are one person. Yeah. Like, so for me, it's just knowing that I am one person mm. and that I cannot do everything and just 
prioritizing what's important, you know, yeah. like my health, my family, and, you know, obviously the business too, but I'm always, I don't see impossibilities. I always want to get it done. It's like, if you can, yeah, let's do it. I'm yeah. like, um, not anymore. Let's, just, <laughs> let's think about, so I had to like turn down an opportunity uh, last week. Uh-huh. It was very difficult. Like I, I was asked to be on a committee um, and it was, you know, pretty pre- prestigious. And I was like, no, uh, yeah, it's a whole year commitment, and I would have yeah. to do a lot. And I really wanted to do it, like I wanted to do it, but I was yeah. like, I'm, I just yeah. have to, yeah. What made you start saying no? Did was there? Did you have a burnout, or just like I'm reached? Like, how do you find out that you had a limit? So this year, I have been struggling a lot in my health. Okay. So I just. I don't know if it's getting older. I think that's my excuse. That's my reasoning that I'm yeah. giving it. But just my body's not working the way it used to work. It's telling you to slow yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. It's telling me to slow down. Yeah. And my kids are getting older. And they would like come and say, mommy and all of that. And I'm like, can you give me a second? And the second turn into like one minute, an hour. And so just... Yeah. You know, and so now I'm spending more time with them. Like we go on walks yeah. to get walks together. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to clarify that part. Yeah. <laughs> so we go, you know, so, the, but that was fun. We did that two days ago and I was like, actually it was, we're having a really good conversation. Yeah. I was like, I really like this. So he said, yes, I like it. So he's 10 years old. So I was like, oh, that's cute. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Especially like, I think finding time for them, like yes. helps like just slow down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you ever have a burnout? I would say I'm. I probably was burnt out, but but not know, known that I I was burnt out. Yeah. You know, because I'm always like, I just I don't know. The energy just comes and I'm keep I keep going and you know. So yeah, I'm pretty sure I've been burnt out multiple times and yeah. just walked through it. And, but now yeah. my body's like, finally, I got to tell you something. And now yeah. you know, you're not listening to me. Right. I'm gonna shut down things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. Burnout is a thing. Have you ever had like I know. You're always on the edge of it, but have yeah. it ever been like, okay, I need to just, just shut down everything? Just like to hang out on a cliff, and sometimes I look down and I'm like, hmm. well, <laughs> <laughs> well, but um, that was that was too dark. <laughs> I, yeah, I think no. I, I have been burned out for a, a few times, yeah, where like you know, I have also like multiple things that I'm trying to do, like we have the normies. We have the song of social and then me and Chris have um, our business and it's it's just been bolting. It's a lot. A lot where it's just like especially um, when we started like the song of social business that mm-hmm. was like that took over my weekends. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. And so um, and it was in the winter. So like I was already like dealing with like winter stuff mm-hmm. and like having winter depression and then I had no weekends. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe this is good. I'll keep busy and I will not think about sad things. Yeah. And then I was just like, okay, I am, I hate this. <laughs> yeah. Eventually just catch up to it you. Catches up. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so how, how is your business? Like if you, whatever you know now, if you restarted, would you have done anything differently? If I were to restart. Yeah. If you have to do it like now with everything that you know. Um, it's a good question. I think that I would probably hire someone sooner. Yeah. Than I did. Um, I would. (laughs) (laughs) That's always a thing. Yeah. That's definitely because that really helped me out. Yeah. Um, I would also maybe rethink some of the things. So you, every year I try to photograph 50 women. Mm -hmm. 
That's, so, a, that's like almost one a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I would not going to do that. And actually, mm-hmm. I am not doing that yeah. again <laughs> because I still have a full time yeah. job. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's something I would do differently. And I'm at the point where I'm just, uh, because I wanted to do hit 50. And so, like I said, I'm very goal oriented. So I'm like, yeah, let's do the 50. But yeah. now I'm like, uh-uh, I don't need to do 50. You know, yeah. I just want to help people. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But I guess that also helps with like knowing how many you want to do kind of yeah. like financial perspective. You can forecast it that way. Like this is how many I need to do. This is how much is going to be and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Assuming you do your own accounting and bookkeeping and stuff. Right. And, and it started out that way, but I yeah. think I didn't account for the time commitments mm. in addition to other things, other, other, other things that I was doing, you know? So yeah. I was just like, yeah, if I needed to meet this quarter, you know, that to be financially okay, wherever I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. But there was a time also, or like, you know, the energy or the, any, everything else that goes into it. So now that I'm trying to reprioritize my life, you yeah. know, some other things can help, you know, by having less quota, maybe your prices go up or like, mm. you know, you just, are, or my goals that I'm trying to get to is not as high, Gotcha. you know, so Makes right. sense. just kind of putting things in perspective. Fair um, enough. Who was your first client? Oh, my first client with this, um, the campaign. Yeah. yeah. So I photographed the the CEO of the organization that we supported last year. So okay. um, Wendy No, she's the CEO of, um, what's the name of the, I just lost it right now. <laughs> Dove Recovery House for Women. Oh, okay. yeah. So, oh, nice. so when recovery. I launched it, I wanted to, that was when we had talked about it, I wanted it to be as a gift mm-hmm. to her. Um, originally, I think we had talked about photographing the ladies, yeah. you know, so, you know, be a gift to them, the experience and things like that. But for confidentiality purposes and things like that, we couldn't do that. So it was ah, just a gift. Got it. Got it. I mean, that was a very generous and nice thing, like, because I, I think transforming yourself or just like looking good on camera, having and seeing a picture that's really good can be really uplifting. Empowering. Yes. Yeah. Empowering. Just be like, oh yeah, I can look like this mm-hmm. and yeah. just, especially when we don't every day you know yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly do you see those moments happen a lot oh, often absolutely and yeah. that's one of the reasons why i love what i do yeah so a lot of women it's not like we don't know that we're beautiful but with just so much going on right but then once we so the first hour and a half is just getting the hair the makeup and they they're sipping on wine they have the chocolate covered strawberry which is amazing by the way <laughs> and i'm playing their favorite music so they're already feeling relaxed mm. you know we're attending to them and so the moment they get on you know when they put on their outfit and they're already feeling themselves you know (laughs) and then we take i take the first photo now the way i photograph you can see the images as they come off the camera immediate because i have multiple screens on my oh nice and so the moment they see that it's like oh my god this is me i'm like yes this is all you so the confidence boost is incredible and Mm -hmm. just and it just it's from there it's just uphill right you know they are no longer nervous in front of the camera it's like they want to do this you know just excited to like let's try this let's try that you know like so it's just easier and for me it's just so fulfilling to see someone feel that way and i tell them i'm like I'm not going to be held responsible for how amazing you look at the end of the night. So yeah. make sure you plan out like a date night or something oh, because yeah. you're going to yeah. be feeling great, for, you know, yeah. after that's that. That's very true. Something. That's actually a really good tip. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you might as well right. like go show this off to the world. Exactly. <laughs> or go on a date with your spouse or your significant other or something. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're going to have to go upstairs and tell Chris that. Because, <laughs> um, so w- he's a photographer uh-huh. and we have, what we do is boudoir. Uh-huh. So like, it's it's kind of it's kind of like the same thing where like if you like you know, take girls' pictures where mm-hmm. it's just like 
look all pretty yeah. and just like you know and have like lingerie or something that mm-hmm. like don't wear very often right right um and then like they see themselves just like i'm hot yes <laughs> like, oh my yes God. um so i mean that's impactful right and like i'm always if, if i'm the one who's taking pictures of it i'm like you see the picture yeah oh, if i did a good job like do i look good like yeah. i'm i don't know if i'm like you know posing right or like showing my like you know i'm insecure yeah, about this or that it's just like i don't want to show that yeah know? just want to know uh, like where the hand like, is and, yeah. and he's always like no I'll see it after you shoot and i'm like after the shoot is late right yeah. we can't fix that well so the thing about <laughs> that though is that because we are the our worst critic, right? Yeah. We can tend to see the worst of the father. Right. So, but I do, there's some clients that like, when they see them, they're like, oh my, t-, you know, they're things like that. But I try to coach them before that, mm-hmm. you know? So it's one of the conversations that we have. Like, we have to remember why we're doing this. Right. A lot of the people that I photograph, they're using it for branding and marketing. Um, and, you know, some people just want to do it for the experience. So yeah. I help them understand there's a lot of things that I can Photoshop out of it. Plus, what is it that you're conscious of? You know, as a photographer, I can help you pose you or maybe light it in a different way or the angle to help that not be as noticeable. Yeah. And if all fails, we can do a little Photoshop here and there. Right. Yeah. So when the photos come out, like, do not focus on that you know, midsection that you don't, you know, or the arm that you don't like, you know, mm-hmm. look at the overall photo and be in the moment and enjoy this right moment, enough. you know. Mm-hmm. But then it also helps us like, okay, I love that fact that when you see the photo, like, let's try something new. So ideas jump off of mm. that. So like, let's yeah. try this. How about we do that? Yeah. So No, for sure. Yeah, I I love Chris. But when anytime he takes picture of me and was like, tell me what to do. And he was like, oh, you're doing great. Am I? I don't even know what I like. I'm not doing anything. Like, there's a great picture. I was like, I haven't moved. <laughs> like, this is like, tell me. And then I will look at a picture after. I was like, you know, he probably thinks it's a great picture. Oh, he probably right. does. But like, <laughs> but I need to know exactly yeah. like, oh, yeah, this worked. Oh, maybe let me do this because right. this will be even better. Right. So you just need to have like that monitor. I think it, just for personal too. Right. It's funny how you're saying this because as a photographer, we're probably looking at a lot of other technical things mm. like the lighting looks good the you know all of right. that yeah you yeah. know so in but for me as a brand photographer i'm also thinking about how we're using the photos mm-hmm. and then the reason why i also like to have all the rest of the team is like then the hair person can focus on the hair make sure the hair and the makeup looks good the whole time i don't have to worry about that yeah. right and then the, the wardrobe stylist can make sure that the you know all of because there's so many moving pieces right so i don't want to say it's not a fault of the photographer but like usually there's a million things going through our minds like the settings like all the lighting and yeah. you know, like you, you when well sometimes at least i remember when i used to say in the beginning i'm like it looks good means it looks good on ca- like everything that i want to look good yeah it looks good yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. but the person also that's important too so yeah yes. yeah yeah and, and you're right like yeah i'm pretty sure it didn't think that look good but i'm like i'm looking at something else i don't care about lighting <laughs> i don't care about the background but it's funny like i will take i will ask my mom to take picture and sometimes it's you know it's mom so like it's never good <laughs> So I'm like, mom, what are you doing? She was like, no, look at the background. I'm like, who gives a shit about the background? <laughs> like, look at me. Because sometimes she will take a picture, like I'm tiny and everything is a background. I was like, that's not what I asked you to do. I could take a picture of background myself. <laughs> like, where? Funniest thing is when I have to take a picture of my parents. Yeah. Because they just, they would just be like. <laughs> like what is this can you smile can you hold can you hug like i don't know hold hands at least like, like do anything 
<laughs> oh god that's how my parents were they got better now yeah. but and then then i'm like okay mom can you take my picture and i like i'm like extra yeah i'm just like <laughs> yeah and then i just like turn around and she's just like what is where's that? your face I, like, I just want a picture of my bag with this background like step further away she's like that's stupid yeah. <laughs> like, just thanks mom just take thanks. pictures that makes me feel real good <laughs> that's hilarious oh my god parents but um, yeah there's like so much to it it's like yeah. it, it helps to knowing why i'm using this picture oh for, yeah that's yeah. why that in, that conversation for me is probably one of the most important thing like yeah. we need to be on the same page yeah so yeah. that when we're taking the photos we're both seeing the same you know what we're uh-huh. what goes are. yeah um so you mentioned photoshop also multiple times and uh-huh. i have i don't know how i feel about photoshop because um this this thing happened to me recently um, and I didn't realize that, like, I had a problem with it until yeah? it happened. So, what do you mean? Oh, oh, gotcha. So, yeah, so um, I went to a photo shoot with a photographer um, that I haven't worked with before. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'm just going to, you know, I found, like, a deal. So I was like, I'm just going to give this a try, you yeah. know? Because every time my photographer is Chris, <laughs> he's my husband. And I'm just, like, comfortable, you know? Right. Just like, I'm going to do something different. Right. Um, and so that was different. Um and like but everything went well i felt good you know and then like once i got the pictures i i i love the pictures but um in like few of them he like photoshopped my nose to be way smaller oh and i was just like is something wrong with my nose <laughs> you know? i was just like like thinking of things like you wouldn't yeah. have yeah and and also uh like photoshop my waistline mm. and i was just like i feel like this is something he should have asked me about right yeah well i usually ask that question yeah. because some people are not okay with photoshop yeah. you know mm-hmm. or like the amount of photoshop right you know yeah. so i try to get it right in camera mm-hmm. you know with the lighting and everything but i also know that a lot of us are conscious of mm-hmm. certain things right and so it's important to have that conversation what do you feel comfortable with yeah you know? yeah that yeah. way yeah. you're not so overdoing it, it yeah, so it makes sense to be asking beforehand Absolutely. than to like get a picture and like, wait a minute. Right. Yeah. Like oh, there's something yeah. with my nose. <laughs> <laughs> or like when you get it back, like can we dial it down? Because you can dial it depending on how they've saved those files. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're well, like let's, yeah, let's, let's reduce the amount of Photoshop. So the person should at least be open to like, okay, I can take that back and remove some, you know. Yeah. 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 Did you ever have a conversation with that photographer? No. I mean, no. I wasn't going to come back. I was yeah. just like, I'm just going to. It's whatever. It, it was. It was like um, um. I was supposed to do a different thing yeah. with this uh, photographer, but then like it ended up getting canceled. So I got like just basically almost a free photo shoot. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I'm not gonna bother him anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's yeah. It's like, kind of yeah. like a kindness thing that right. he did. Yeah, it makes sense. I was just like it's fine, but yeah. yeah when I saw that nose, I was just like, what's what's going on? Your nose is perfectly fine. Know, I didn't right? even know it was a thing. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's so, funny. No, that that's was a little weird. I was just like, okay, I guess, I guess, I guess maybe I should tell him that he should ask people first. Yeah, yeah, it's a good feedback to have yeah. because yeah. some people don't, you know, yeah. exactly. Especially if you're already insecure and like somebody photo show you to well, kind of so, like insecure until then. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true too. But, like I didn't know it. Now you have another thing to think about. Another thing to add to the list. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, I just I remember like just. I think reading comments just on YouTube, sometimes people say things like, I didn't know I was supposed to think about this. Or like, it's like, yeah, to bring some insecurity. It's like, yep. 
Yeah, it's fine. Um, so where do you see your business going in the next few years? Like, what is your brand, like, big vision? Um, so more coaching. Yeah. Um, so I want to do more of the strategy, you know, mm-hmm. because before you take a photo, you know, and... I love taking the photos. I want to help people take the photos. Like you need to kind of really know why you're taking those photos. Mm -hmm. What's your business model like? What is the strategy for marketing and things like that? So I want to start having those conversations way before the need for a photo shoot. So um, a lot of my clients, like I said, business owners, small business owners, new business owners or professionals with side hustles, you know, as a professional, you know, the company has everything for you. You don't have to think about a lot of things, right? But now as a business owner, you have to think about marketing and all of this and it's Every, new right yeah. so i want to start ha- helping people have that conversation up front mm-hmm. so that way you can better plan what you're marketing or whether you're using facebook youtube or whatever it is and then how what are the images you need in order to show up how you want it want to show up in those platforms or however you want to use those photos so yeah, yeah no that makes sense is that something your goal to start doing it sooner or are you just playing like thinking about it so early stages it's funny because so i do have some coaching clients now yeah. so i have about four or five clients that oh, i'm nice. already coaching and so maybe when i have more of that then my business can be virtual mm-hmm. and i can move all to another state there you go <laughs> yeah there you go it's always like the goal right, like, right. Let's make it as remote as possible right. yeah we're kind of stuck here now but i mean i guess oh, yeah. I'm not stuck. no i think that's always one of those things it's like no we can do whatever we do wherever. It's just a matter of packing it up and putting right. it somewhere else. And there's a lot of mobile, you know, equipment too now. So. Oh yeah, no, for sure, for sure. But. Fair oh no, yeah, no. Sorry, I used the word. We will continue doing what we're doing anywhere, so right. it doesn't matter. Uh, but no, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Uh, this has been really fun. Is there something that you would like to let our audience know um, where to find you and everything? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, thank you for having me. This is a wonderful, wonderful um, conversation. I really enjoyed my time here. Yeah. And uh, so if my all my information is on my website, victoriaodekomaya.com. It will be uh, the title. Right, figure yeah. it <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's where you can find all my, uh, my, about my work and you find my Instagram and Facebook. It's probably easiest to do it that way. So yeah, in yeah. my YouTube channel and everything else will be on for my website. So are you keeping your podcast on YouTube specifically? Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. the way to go now, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a, it's a video podcast. So it's YouTube first for me. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Hello. I'm excited about it. So we are going to rate someone. Who are we rating? Selector 2720, that one. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. Remember, we will be back tomorrow for one P stream on Thursday and other streams throughout the week. I will be live on Friday streaming Zelda. There you go. And we'll see you then. Thank you so much for joining. Bye. Get ready. Because it's about time for you to speak your mind. Super Secret Girls Club. Yeah.